1: Second, and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh
2: Vernier. Right. good evening. 6-4, the final score. Royals win. Royals even up the series with the mighty Dodgers. And boy, oh boy, you sure look beautiful tonight, Kansas City. What a night at Kauffman Stadium. I know we sat through a 90-minute rain delay, but it was worth it. What a beautiful night. Weather-wise... A picturesque sky. A five-run first inning that this pitching staff made sure held up. And just in case five runs wasn't enough, Dirone Blanco says, let me, let me quickly go Ricky Henderson on you. Reach on an error. Steal second, steal third, and shout out Bobby Witt Jr. in a spot where you gotta make contact. You cannot punch out. What does he do? Sacrifice fly to center field, giving this bullpen an extra little cushion. And speaking of, we are pleased to be joined by Bobby Witt Jr. following this Royals 6-4 victory. Bobby, thank you very much for calling us up. I was just talking about it. Man, you and many other of your teammates of late, when the situation calls that you got to put the ball in play, man, you guys have really been coming through, executing at a very high level how good does it feel right now
3: yes sir it's great um anytime you get the chance to get a victory against those guys across over there it's always great it's always it's always fun and it's yeah like you said it's just what blanco did what guys did in this game it was a lot of fun just to watch and be a part of
2: so if you and diron both line up on the the first base bag who's getting to second base first
3: um that's that's a tough one uh i'm 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 a competitor, so I'm always going to try to race, (laughs) so I'm going to try to win that for sure.
2: I was going to say, I can hear the humility and the competitor inside of you. You want to be a great teammate, but you also believe in yourself. That was the perfect answer. Bob, how about that first inning? Five runs against a very good pitcher. You guys uh, put the ball in play. Again, uh, eight batters come to the dish, not one of them strike out. Take me through that inning.
3: Yeah, it was just great just from the top. Michael getting this going with a double and then. Sometimes this game is you just got to put the ball in play and great things will happen um, with what uh, me and Sal did and then Prado working that amazing, I think, 13-pitch A-B and then just kind of going from there uh, and Ollie with the sack fly then Sal doing, it just shows you what type of competitor Sal is. He's July 1st, last place team. He's going out full out laying his body on the line. It's a lot of fun just to be, be a part of that and just witness that. It's just, it, it just shows people how to how to play the game the right way.
2: Bobby Witt Jr. calling us up after the Royals win six to four and even up this series with the Dodgers. You've played behind Daniel Lynch quite a bit over these past two seasons. What's standing out to you about what you've seen seven starts into his 2023?
3: Yeah, he's just he's just doing Daniel Lynch things now. He's just getting on the mound attacking hitters. Um, He's got his confidence just getting up there doing his thing. It's just a lot of fun to watch. I've face him more than I probably wanted to throughout the COVID side and spring training. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's just always fun. Just whenever he's up there, he's going to attack, he's going to come at you no matter who you are. And so he's just that, that fierce, fierce competitor. And so it's just a lot of fun just seeing him do his thing.
2: And you certainly helped him out with that spectacular diving catch in the fourth inning. T- take me through that. Are, are, do, do you black out uh, when you're making a diving play and throwing a bullet over to first? Uh, w- what's going through your mind? Is that just all instincts?
3: Uh, yeah, those are the fun plays, or every play you can make is a fun play. But, yeah, just really just trying to see the ball into the glove, and then once I get it, just kind of let it rip to first. I know that Prado's over there and just got to get it to him, and then he's going to make a play. And so that's that's my goal for sure. And so just being able to make that play for Lynchy was great.
2: Yeah, it sure is fun watching you, man, both at the dish and defensively. Final thing for you, what can you say about Scott Barlow and what he did in the eighth and ninth inning tonight?
3: Oh, yeah, it was special. It was awesome. Um, Just what he does when he comes into the game, it's it's, it's incredible just to watch him, just get that four-out save and just seeing how hard he works and just waiting for his moment to shine. And when he's up there, he does it. So it's a lot of fun just to kind of. Be back there playing defense behind him, and just watching him go to work and watch that hair flow out out the hat.
2: <laughs> well, Bob, you're a pro. You know how it is, man. Enjoy this win, sleep quick, and let's go get another one tomorrow.
3: Sounds great. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Bobby Witt Jr. Following a Royals six four victory here on six ten Sports Radio, man, I'm I'm you gotta be juiced up after this one. I understand how the season is gone, but boy, oh boy, if you were in the building tonight. I just don't know how you come away with anything other than a smile on your face, and I'm including all you Dodger fans driving back to Overland Park right now. Even you had a good time tonight despite your precious boys in blue taking the L. Just a gorgeous night at Kauffman Stadium. Man, There, I, I can't tell you how many times the, the, the heart was warmed and the smile was large on my face watching Crown Vision, watching you guys just... Uh, Enjoy a beautiful Saturday night, July 1st, 2023. Royals win 6-4. I I, I don't know how you draw up a better summer night at Kauffman Stadium. If you were one of the 21,000 in attendance, I'd love to hear from you. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. The question I have for you, if you're... Again, one of the 21,000 in attendance, or if you were one of the millions listening or watching on whatever Fox or FS1 it was on tonight. If you're talking about this game tomorrow with the buddies out at the pool, out at the lake, you go have brunch tomorrow, whatever it is, where do you start? Who's the headliner from this 6-4 victory? Because there were so many moments so many performances, so many big spots. Uh, To me, it begins with Daniel Lynch. Very impressed. 108 pitches gets him through five innings of three-run baseball, and there were so many instances, once again, just like his last outing against another behemoth in the Tampa Bay Rays, so many instances in which, in the past, maybe Daniel Folds. Maybe he's unable to overcome a defensive miscue behind him from Michael Garcia in the fifth. Maybe he's unable to move past that BS opposite field check swing single from Johnny DeLuca in the third inning. Remember that? Lynch walks Miguel Vargas with one out. Uh, He gets the next batter to line out to third. So with a man on first and two outs, uh, Daniel Lynch and the pitch count is getting up. uh, uh, An eight-pitch battle with Johnny DeLuca ends with a check swing. Didn't mean to do it, but it turns into an opposite field single as it bleeds through between the first baseman and the second baseman. And suddenly, a 5-3 lead is in major jeopardy as there are runners on the corners with two outs. Daniel Lynch controls what he's able to control, blocks out what he's unable to, focuses on James Outman, and strikes him out staring at a slider. In the past, I don't know if Daniel Lynch is able to overcome those uncontrollable aspects of this game. Very impressed with Daniel Lynch. We could talk about the base running of Dairon Blanco to get that... Sixth run in the seventh inning. How about Nick Prado and Matt Duffy advancing on that? Salvador Perez slide home as he tags up on Samad Taylor's fly ball to right field. I thought Salby was going to be dead at the dish. I thought Mookie had him. Will Smith unable to make the tag. How about the bullpen tonight? Carlos Hernandez, Scott Barlow combined to throw three and a third innings. Of one hit relief, Uh, even Taylor Clark wiggled out of a, with the aid of Scott Barlow, wiggles out of a jam in the eighth inning. Now maybe, maybe uh, Taylor Clark should have had a a scoreless frame as well if Nick Prado makes that throw home, but you're never going to get a perfect game when you have this many young, unproven position players on your team. We just talked with Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, How about his ability to execute that sack fly in the seventh inning? How about the first frame, five runs come across to score because you put the ball in play. Good things happen when you make contact, when you do not strike out. We all learned that in the championship days of 2014 and 2015. Those pesky Royals did not punch out. They didn't walk either, but they put the ball in play. That's what you saw in that five-run first. If you're going to beat us, Julio Urias, you're going to have to beat us in the zone. Man, so much to like tonight, but if it's you telling the story, where do you start with this 6-4 victory? Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Matt was one of the 21,000 in attendance. He's leaving Kauffman Stadium after what I'm imagining was a terrific fireworks show. Matt, what'd you think of that one?
4: Oh, Vern, that was uh, that was just an awesome night. Took my two kiddos out here. Um, we were able to meet Sally before the game, and he was so gracious to sign so many of the kiddos' uh, baseballs and, and cards and just a, an awesome feeling, and then to watch – the boys go out there and fight their butts off, um, and then the awesome display afterwards. I'm leaving with a uh, feeling of pride and optimism. Uh, the boys we have coming up here with uh, Garcia playing so awesome this year, and uh, Salvi just seems such a class act, and Bobby, of course, making all the plays out there. Um, all the Dodgers fans, it was pretty cool to see them and also to see how our city reacted to them. And yeah, it was just it was an
2: awesome feeling. Man, way to start us off. Bobby Witt Jr. and then Matt. Those are two strong phone calls to get us going. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Glad you had a good time with the fam. And I'm glad you mentioned I actually have this written down on my game notes. My game notes, as always, presented by Jay Southland Tow Service. Uh, I, I saw it. It was before the rain delay. It's Salvi and Daniel Lynch coming in out of the bullpen, getting ready for the first pitch, and Salvi stops. At that dugout suite on the first base side right next to the Royals dugout. And yeah, he must have signed 15 or 20 autographs. Uh, now now is not a curmudgeon, as you know. Salvi signs autographs, but not normally you know, 15 minutes before first pitch. He's signing jerseys and baseballs, he's signing hats. Uh, you know, my, my one of my favorite moments of the night happened, you know, two hours before the game started. But this little girl goes up to Salvi, holds her baseball up, he grabs it, signs it, gives it back to her, she holds it, looks at it, turns to her dad, and just gives him a huge bear hug because she doesn't know what else to do man that uh that that set the stage for what was just a fabulous night at a beautiful ballpark. Phone lines are open nine one three five eight six seven six ten. We go to Mark from Lee Summit. You're next up on the post game show. Go ahead, Mark
5: kay hey Vern. Thank you for uh, just a great, uh, you know, just, just just a just a great comment. I, every game I listen to you, and it's first time Thanks. caller, but I was out there tonight. I, I I just want to give a shout out to all the uh, all the fans, uh, the, the 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 Dodger fans. They were were a class act. Mm. Every turn, every time I talked. The, anyone there they're just um uh just just a good fan base right yeah. i mean and and we can talk about that forever all the, the teams that come in but i just want to say man it was a it was a great night it was a great night great outcome uh, of course but just shout out to all the la guys out i got there. you Anything yeah else.
2: yeah and and you know what thanks for the phone call look i understand and i've talked to enough players in the past where it can be startling uh, jarring at first when you take the field your field and you see that your fan base might be outnumbered Uh, that happened even in the good times 2014 and 2015 Yankees fans Cardinals fans Dodgers fans it would be uh, 50 50 maybe they would have the edge maybe the Royals would have an edge Um, I've known in the past it takes guys a, a few innings maybe a game to to truly understand playing a home game and not necessarily feeling like the home team. I I was worried about that when this series started. And then Freddie Freeman came to the dish in the second inning uh, with a runner on and, and two outs, and the crowd started to chant, Freddie, Freddie. And then this is always my favorite moment is when Royals fans start to go, hang on, hang on, wait a sec, let's create a chant. And they just start making noise to override whatever chant the opposition is making. No, I thought it seemed uh, from the press box, it seemed like a uh, friendly back and forth between Royals fans and Dodgers fans. And, um, you know, as Scott Barlow was putting the finishing touches on his 10th save of the season, it was clear. Uh, Royals fans did indeed outnumber Dodgers fans, so way to go. Uh, but nice to hear, nice to hear that uh, Dodger fans were cordial. Now, I wonder how many of them just kind of put their Salvi jersey on over their Mookie Betts jersey as they were leaving the ballpark and driving back to their home in Overland Park. A lot of them are front runners. Now, I mentioned yesterday, I got no issue with, you know, Freddie Freeman being your favorite ball player, Mookie Betts. I mean, I said it last night. I'll say it again. If I'm under the age of 18, I don't know how Mookie Betts isn't your favorite player. I don't know why I choose that age. I think once you become an adult, you got to say Shohei's the guy, right? Shohei's the reason why I'm tuning in. Now, anyway, let's get back to your thoughts. Royals win 6-4. to four. Phone lines are open 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Let's go to Jack, who's out in mission. Jack, what's going on, buddy?
4: Yeah, Vern. How we doing this evening?
0: Thank you for all
4: of your hard work through this gruesome, gruesome summer. Let me paint you a picture. So I'm out at the cave with my best childhood friend. Now, we've been in a rain delay before. I'm 32 years old. A night like tonight brings me back of the good old days, right? The summer, the dog days of summer, that felt a little bit less like work and a little bit more like fun. We're in a rain delay. We decide to grab a box of the top Series 1 2023. We are pulling cards. We are throwing them down. We find some Dodger cards, right? Mm -hmm. Would, Would throw them aside usually. We keep them. We say might be able to barter with somebody. We ended up getting to our seat, and there is a young Dodgers fan about six rows behind us and decide to bring him over to him. And you could see the joy on his face. Perfect summer night, baseball. A couple innings later, his pop brings down a beer for me. Nice. And all of a sudden, the whole Dodgers, Royals versus each other, it kind of becomes a fun thing. Now, we were up. 6'3, three, which makes it a little bit easier for me. <laughs> yeah, some competent yeah. pitching makes it easier for me. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> and some moving the line forward, keeping the line going type of mm-hmm. thing makes mm-hmm. it easier for me. It was a beautiful night, man. Fireworks, everything, beautiful evening. Thanks for taking my call.
2: Well, Jack, you're a good man. So is your buddy way to go, way to make that kid's night. And to that kid's old man, way to go, way to, way to pay it, pay it back, pay it forward. A uh, way to buy someone a uh, cold one. That's the way you do it. That's what America's all about. That's what baseball's all about. Kansas City beating Los Angeles, but being nice to Los Angeles during. 6-4 Royals win. We go to uh, the phone lines. Brady Singer on the Hill tomorrow. I'm telling you, man, this is... well. Wow. I said it earlier today on the on deck show. Look, if, if if your sole focus, if if your reason for enjoying baseball is is only when you're getting consistently solid performances from your pitching staff, you got studs in the lineup, and you're winning games left and right, okay. Yeah, the second half of this season might not be for you. But if you're if you're in. And you're down to help build a team, build a pitching staff, evaluate these 26 guys. Who do you want to stay? Who are you willing to part with? Who must be a part of the core? Who would you sign a long-term extension to? Who do you think is a starting pitcher long-term? Who should they start to transition to the bullpen? If you're like me, if you subscribe to that baseball nerdery, if you're really in for the boys in blue, this is going to be fun. I'm sorry. These final 79 games are going to be fun. Alec Marsh into Austin Cox and Daniel Lynch and Brady Singer. Always having some youth on the mound. Carlos Hernandez coming out of the bullpen. Right, we're going to see uh, Cole Reagans, the kid you just got for a Aroldis Chapman. He's going to be here soon. Not to mention all the unproven position players that we've been watching since opening day it's taken a while to get here but it certainly seems as if we've arrived Where night in and night out you show up to the ballpark there's going to be plenty to evaluate plenty of 26 and under royals with years of team control still ahead of them and i'd I'm go out on a limb to say if you show up, you know, there's going to be six, seven, eight young Royals that are out there ready to be evaluated. And two of them will likely have bad nights, two of them will have sensational nights. And then you and I will discuss the other four, the other two. Like tonight, you look at Daniel Lynch and Carlos Hernandez, Michael Garcia and Bobby Witt. Nick Prado and Kyle Isbell, Samad Taylor, and Drew Waters. Now, where, where do you want to go? Who do you want to talk about? If you're just joining us, Bobby Witt Jr. called in earlier. Thanks again to the stud shortstop who did it all again tonight. Two for three offensively. A sack fly in the seventh to give the bullpen a little extra breathing room. And he makes another Sports Center top 10 diving stab in the fourth inning, ranging to his right, dives onto the grass in shallow left center field snags a perfectly placed grounder from freddie freeman throws a one hopper to nick prado and you know prado scooped that bad boy bobby witt jr is feeling himself after a sensational month of june he starts july in style we go back to the phone calls 913-586-7610 and we go to sars and shawnee you're on 610 sports radio go ahead
4: Hey, what's up, Vern? How you doing?
2: I'm great. How are you?
4: Good, thanks. Uh, I talked to you last year about this time. Um, I just want to say, let's just start off. Go Royals. Yes, This is great. First of all, let's start off with Marsh. Last night, great. It was good. I'll take it. Today, Lynch gave up a couple walks. I'm Mm -hmm. fine with that, but man, he carried that, and let me tell you what, Barlow took over chapman's place
1: he did good he showed up great game
2: agreed no question and it always begins with pitching sarah i appreciate it nice to hear from you uh, don't wait a you year before a- you call in again what don't wait another year i want to hear from you in a in a few days in a few weeks i need to hear from you more often yeah
4: well last time i talked to you i got engaged because it was a good phone call so it okay. worked
2: out well. Hopefully, everything's still going well and you're not looking for another engagement.
4: A hundred percent.
2: Okay, good, good, good. Have a well, good night. You do, I appreciate it. Um, I do have a question about uh, my producer's uh, auto correct on his phone because he typed in Sarah and it changed it to SARS. How, how worried are you about SARS, man? I understand that used to be a thing, but. Your phone changes the name Sarah to SARS? Yeah, I'm anyway. not sure what happened there. <laughs> How about Daniel Lynch? 95 pitches to get through four innings. Q gives him the ball in the fifth. 13 pitches. He reaches a career-high 108. Impressive stuff from the 26-year-old Southpaw. And real quick, credit to Matt Quattrero. As I'm managing along with the game, I'll be honest with you, I wanted to bring Scott Barlow in in the seventh. I wanted him to face Betts, Freeman, and Smith to open up that seventh inning with the Royals, clinging to a two-run lead. Instead, Q runs Carlos Hernandez back out there. He gives up a leadoff double to Mookie Betts, but locks in. Gets Freddie Freeman to line out to second base and gets both Will Smith and J.D. Martinez to ground out to Michael Garcia at third. Sarah, very grateful that you brought up Scott Barlow as well. Barlow, who we all acknowledge is likely the next royal to be traded, and even saying that is still—it's hard for me to fix my lips to say something like that because. Let me just—what was the last time Barlow was on the IL? You know, can, can you think of that? Does that anything come into mind? Oh man, we're without Scott Barlow. What are we gonna do for this? These these two weeks? No. Oh, you know, Barlow's throwing 70 games, 70 games, leads Major League Baseball in games in that 2020 season, you know, 71 games in 2021, 69 a season ago, on pace for 60 again this year. And you can't convince me that he hasn't dealt with nagging injuries and pain that he's had to overcome. And yet, whenever Ned or Matheny, or Cotrero need Barlow, give me the ball, Skip. Give me the ball. That's hard to replace. Hard to replace. Think about how many good relievers have come through Kansas City and how many of them spend a long time on the IL. Not Scott Barlow. And you know he's dealing with something, but he still finds a way to to grind through it, to take the ball, to give his team all he can and Go out there and execute pitches. Barlow comes in with uh, two on and two out in the eighth inning, facing Mookie Betts. He walks Mookie Betts to load the bases, and then faces you know one of the five best hitters of the past decade in Major League Baseball. Bases loaded. Royals up six four. Freddie Freeman at the dish. 0-1 offering from Scott Barlow. Freeman rolls over to the second baseman, ending the inning. And then Scott needs just 11 pitches to retire Will Smith, J.D. Martinez, and Jason Hayward in order. Save number 10 on the season for Scotty B. Career save number 53, one shy of seventh most in Royals franchise history. 913-586-7610. We go to Kyle in Belton. Kyle, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead.
3: Hi. I think this was a signature win for the Royals tonight. It was fantastic. Great electricity in the ballpark. And it just shows that, you know, this is the ballpark we need to be in for the next 70 years. This is the ballpark. We don't need to move to downtown. This is where we need to be. That's 70 years? 70, Vern. 70? D.
2: Oh, my 7-D. Okay, thank you very much for the phone call, Kyle. Uh, Let me take you up into the press box real quick. Uh, Everyone, not everyone, uh, if you were sitting in the front row of the press box, you were likely uh, given a towel uh, because the roof is leaking in the press box. Now, I'm going to reiterate what we heard from John Sherman earlier this week. It's time to leave the K. Love it. Understand we're going to be here for at least another two, three seasons. Fine with it. I mentioned beautiful stadium, picturesque night, loved everything about it. Can't wait for the downtown ballpark. Royals, victorious. They even up the series with the Dodgers. They win tonight 6-4, and with a win tomorrow, the Royals would earn their first series victory in a month and a half. It's been a tough season, but this was a fun night. We get back to your thoughts after this.
1: Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals Baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio.
0: Another 3-2. Hit on the ground, left side, Witt to his right, dives in the grass, gets to his feet, throw to first on a hop,
2: Prado's got it! It's in time! What a play from Bobby Witt, Jr., A dazzling dive to his right onto the shallow left field grass and a strong throw to first to end the inning. Oh, great call. Jake Eisenberg, as heard here on 610 Sports Radio, Bobby Witt Jr. getting it done defensively, getting it done offensively with an opposite field single in the first, another one in the second, and a sacrifice fly in the seventh. The only time he wasn't productive at the dish is when he was ripped off in the fourth. Full count offering from Phil Bickford was a fastball off the edge of the dish. Now, credit to Will Smith, a nice framing job, but Bobby got ripped off as he was staring at a 93-mile-per-hour fastball off the dish. Nice night for Bobby Witt Jr. Again, if you missed it, he joined us earlier. You can always listen to the post-game show on demand on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts just search all things Vern." royals win six to four we go back to your phone calls the number same as the Jay southland tow service text line if you just want to shoot a text you had one too many space campers at the game i get it shoot me a text 913-586-7610 we go to yovi in kansas city you're on 610 sports radio go ahead
6: Hi. Thank you for having me. I was just calling to see. I saw Ryan Yarbrough pitched in a uh, rehab game someday Mm -hmm. this week. Can't remember when, but I was just wanting to know, do you think the Royals will stick him in the bullpen or do you think they'll have him starting like he did before he got injured?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, appreciate the phone call. Yeah, he punched out nine batters in four innings in that rehab start. I believe it was today is Friday or today is Saturday. So that would have been on Thursday, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's a um, – it's a, it's a tough question to answer just because, you know, the the, the fickle nature of the elbow and shoulders and pitchers and you know, how, how many arms have the Royals already had on the IL this season. As things are currently situated, your rotation consists of Jordan Lyle, Zach Greinke, Brady Singer, Austin Cox, and Daniel Lynch. I don't know who you're taking out of that rotation, um, but Yarbrough can remain on this rehab assignment for at least another uh, three weeks. So so who knows where this pitching staff is in three weeks? Hopefully everyone's healthy. Hopefully everyone's feeling good, right? Got a good uh, report on Jordan Lyles. The intestinal issue he was dealing with seems to have uh, subsided, so should be able to make his start coming up against the Minnesota Twins this week. But as things are currently situated, I would say he's coming out of the bullpen. He's going to serve as a long guy. Um, But, you know, if, if, if Austin Cox takes some steps backward, Maybe that's Ryan Yarbrough's spot in the rotation. Now suddenly there are intriguing names. Now that's all I'm going to say. Intriguing names. Not saying you need to get all sorts of fired up about Austin Cox or the kid you got from Texas and Cole Reagan's Anthony Veneziano, another 2019 draft pick. Alec Marsh, a guy we saw just the other night not saying you need to get fired up about them they're not first round pick well Cole Reagan's was but the others are not first round picks but they are intriguing in this evaluation season where the boys are still 35 games below 500 and they've already waved goodbye to any sort of uh, competitive august uh, september july it, it's about evaluating it's about identifying what you have in-house to help give you a blueprint of how this front office how this ownership group is going to attack this offseason and make sure this ball club has a better chance in 2024 so yovi i'm sorry man i i I can't answer that of you know what the health of the pitching staff is going to be in a month from now in three weeks from now after the all-star break because right, you got Brad Keller down there as well and Angel Zerpa's down in Omaha. Again, a lot of intriguing names. Now, Zerpa, I, I can't wait to see what this kid can do. I fell in love. Every time I see him, stoic strike thrower. Yes, please. Now Brad Keller likely pitches out of the bullpen when and if he returns to the big leagues. It's just nice to talk about pitching and not Pulling my hair out, not wondering when or if it's going to get better. Certainly seems like it's going to get better. And it begins because of Daniel Lynch. It begins with Daniel Lynch. The confidence, the aggressiveness, the composure that we've seen. Impressive. Can't wait to see what he does against Cleveland later in the week. Let's go back to the phone calls 913 586. Seven six ten. Royals win six to four. We go to Big T and Shawnee. Big T, do your thing.
6: Hey man, Vern. Happy Saturday night, cat. Uh, Vern. First, I like to say, I, 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 I dug, I dig the the Chapman trade. Another lefty, another pitcher. Then a, a lottery ticket. You never know. Way to go. I love that. I, I love it. And Vern, tonight when I saw when the lineup was set, I thought, oh wow, they got look at this lineup. Speed all up and down. They're going to be aggressive on the base pass. And that's exactly what they were, man, that first inning. You know, you don't have to we see them hit the ball hard all year. It doesn't fall. They dinked and dunked and found green. Uh, how about Garcia? Nice night again. He just keeps ripping the ball. Waters, two, two, two RBI knock. And how about Prado, that 12-pitch walk? Way Ooh. to go. That was a great at bat. Yeah. And then those slides by Bobby Witt, Jr. And then how about, how about Salvi rumbling down third base yeah. and getting around that tag? Way to go. Way to go, Salvi. That's why he's a champ. But, Vern, tonight, I thought Bobby Witt Jr., man, he played like a superstar tonight. Yeah. He, was, he was a superstar at the plate. He was a superstar in the field. And he was a superstar in the base pass. And we haven't seen the best of him yet. And, and, and Daniel Lynch, way to go. I tip my cap to that cat. He could have folded, man. After those five runs, he gave up three. But he, he stood tough. He hung tough on that mound. He buckled down, and he got out, and he got the win. Way to go, Daniel Lynch. The bullpen lights out. Hernandez, you talked about it, Vern. Barlow, hell yeah, that guy's a big dog. And and you know what? You talked about it, Vern. You said it. Tomorrow, maybe we can win a series. How about the Royals? They, they they need to get a series tomorrow. How about everybody? And as always, go Royals.
2: Daniel Lynch has completed at least five innings in every single one of his starts this season. Scott Barlow. 14th career save of at least four outs. That's second most in all of the American League since Barlow debuted back in 2018. I see some of you on the text line worried about the idea of trading Scott Barlow. I understand I'm with you. But Barlow's likely going to make around $8 million next year. Free agent after that. So it's not as if you're desperate to move him. Worst case scenario, he returns and you trade him maybe next year at the deadline. Maybe you're in it. Maybe you don't trade him at the deadline next year. Barlow's not the same as Chapman where you must get rid of him because you're 35 games below 500. What do you need a closer for? What do you need a left-handed cyborg for? No, trade him. And like Big T said, I'm, I'm, I'm good with the trade. I think you... I think you got to be happy. I really haven't seen much uh, dismay at the return for Aroldis Chapman, and honestly, with Barlow, I, I would think the return could be somewhat similar. Not going to blow your or knock your socks off, but it you know could either garner a piece that can help you next year, or a handful of lottery tickets, and you hope one of them. Helps you in 2024 or 2025. Because I know Barlow isn't as electric as Aroldis Chapman. Um, hasn't had the postseason success that Aroldis Chapman has had. But you get Barlow for an additional year. He's not a rental. He also doesn't have the baggage that Aroldis Chapman has. So, so yeah, I, I, I think Scott Barlow's an asset. I, I think he's one of those guys that um, you know Joni Mitchell's talking about. You you don't know what you got till it's gone. That's that that's how I feel about Scott Barlow. He's just been a part of so many losing teams in Kansas City. We tend to view him as well. Not we, because that includes me. Some of you tend to view Scott Barlow as just another average to below average arm on a very bad team now to, to me and I, I hope I get a chance to see him pitch in meaningful games right, Scott Barlow really hasn't pitched in a meaningful game outside of the month of April uh, he like a Whit Merrifield uh, even to a certain extent uh, Brad Keller guys that have only known losing in Kansas City they got that stink on them but Barlow's an asset. Barlow is, well, you just heard, one of the best relievers of the past half decade in Major League Baseball. Might sound odd. It's not his fault he's always on a bad team. Jim and Jen from Wichita writing in on the text line. Vern, we're making our way home from Kaufman. What an amazing start to the game tonight. It was great team effort this evening and just a fun night at the ballpark. It's hard to beat. Yeah, drive safe. Um, and it was just a. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see many complaints about the rain delay. It, it it really seemed to set the stage for just a beautiful night, of Royals baseball, of Americana, of of just the American pastime. Just uh, just a. Uh, I can't wait to see what Jason Hanna has for us, Jason Hanna, the Royals team photographer. If you don't follow him on Twitter, get there. You know, that that sky was way too pretty tonight. I know he's got something special lined up for us. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. Again, 913-586-7610. Let's get back to the phone calls. Ty in Sedalia. Ty, you're on 610 Sports Radio as the boys win 6-4. to Go ahead.
3: You know, that was a pretty good win tonight. You know, coming off a really l- rough month of June, you know, it feels nice to be 1-0 to start a month off a fresh new slate here in the month of July, those young bats look pretty good early on the game, Daniel Lynch, you know, it didn't really look like he had his best stuff, but he was still pretty good today, going to five innings today, bullpen was pretty pretty good, except for, I guess, Taylor Clark, but I kind of I don't think Taylor Clark should be in the eighth inning role, I kind of feel like that should have been Carlos Hernandez. And, you know, just watching Taylor Clark as of recent, I kind of would like to see another guy in a high leverage area. I need like, a
2: name. I need a name. A, Who do you a want? Mere,
3: like Amir Garrett or okay. when Stallmont comes off the I.L., I would love to see Stallmont in the seventh inning.
2: Okay. Ty, always have your facts lined up. I appreciate it. Way to be ready with the names. Thanks for the phone call. It opens up a phone line for you, 913-586-7610. Carlos Hernandez throws a 1-2-3 3 sixth inning, works around a leadoff, wall, or a leadoff double to Mookie Betts in the seventh. So two shutout innings from Carlos Hernandez. He did his job and set the stage for Taylor Clark in the eighth. Clark facing the bottom half of the Dodgers lineup, and you know, if, if, if I'm being honest, if, if Nick Prado makes a play that I know he's capable of making, If he just trusts his instincts, right? Bobby talked about it earlier. Bobby Witt on that sensational diving play in the fourth inning said, those are the fun plays. You just react. It's just instincts. Nick Prado's instincts were telling him, go home, throw the ball home, get Max Muncy at the dish. And he would have, in my opinion. But then that little voice, that little doubt saying, no, take the out. And then he got caught in between and everybody was safe. Prado does what he's capable of doing. He gets Muncie at the plate. And I believe nobody scores in that eighth inning. And you're not saying that about Taylor Clark. Uh, but to your point, I, I do foresee Carlos Hernandez getting big time spots for the rest of the season. Now, seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. It's really about leverage. And the highest leverage spots tonight were given to Scott Barlow and Carlos Hernandez. So, Ty, you got what you wanted to see. Let's go to the J. Southland Toe Service text line, 913-586-7610. Rally Mantis is proud of his boys in blue. He's hoping that Bobby can end up in the 40-40 club. He's going to have to really start hitting some bombs if he's going to go 40-40. 40-40 Now 40-40 might be Ronald Acuna, and that's it this season. Joey in Grain Valley celebrating a win tonight. John in Mission writes in, Vern, I took my dad to the game. Could not ask for better weather after that slight rain delay. But by my estimate, it was 70-30 Dodgers fans over Royals. But our boys in blue took it to the visitors. I love it. Let's get another tomorrow. Signed, John in Mission. 70-30, Really? You know, if if that's the case, to me, I would say maybe 60-40. And not only did the Royals, no. our boys in blue, take it to the Dodgers, but Royals fans um, overran Dodger fans. Yeah. Right? Even when they're chanting Mookie, even when they're chanting Freddie, Kansas City knows how to make noise. Even if they're outnumbered, they can drown out the opposition, and they did a wonderful job of it tonight. As the Royals win 6-4, to four, phone lines are open. If you're on hold, stay right there. We get right back to your thoughts after this.
1: Fern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?
1: Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Three runs, three hits.
6: And a fly ball out into short center. Could drop, and it does. Two runs will score. So the nightmare for Urias has become real.
2: That's <laughs> uh, the Hall of Famer, Denny Matthews. Drew Waters, another Blue Pits. The third blue pit of that five run first inning. It was all the Royals needed. Now they would add on another in the seventh inning, thanks to the speed of Diron Blanco and the execution of Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, but in that first inning, both Bobby and Salvi fight off fastballs on their fists, fight them off to right field. Uh, Salvi driving in Michael Garcia. Bobby driven in by Edward Olivares' sacrifice fly. Samad Taylor drives in Salvi with a sack fly, and then Drew Waters plates Matt Duffy and Nick Prado with his two-run single that you just heard. Royals win 6-4, their 24th win of the season here in game number 83. Thanks to our proud sponsor, Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. We appreciate your support all season long let's go to the jay southland toe service text line henry from topeka writes in Vern, great game my top takeaways or my top points of this game nick prado's 12 pitch walk and another bobby and Salvi being aggressive running from third base uh, side note scott barlow is and has been that dude yeah well said henry Look, Bobby tagging up and scoring on a shallow sack fly from Edward Olivares, not surprising. He's one of the three fastest players in the sport. Salvi tagging up on a fly ball to Mookie Betts in right field, a gold glove right fielder, a guy that was playing shortstop at the end of the game. Salvi tests him and beats him. Will Smith unable to lay the tag on the great number 13 and Salvi scores the third run third of five runs that come across to score in the first uh yeah Nick Prado first inning a 12 pitch plate appearance that ends in a walk one stretch in which he falls off six straight offerings from Julio uh excuse me from uh yeah Julio Urias love saying that guy's name I hope I'm saying it properly I I, I just copy whatever John Morosi does See? <laughs> He's the one that, uh, well, I I feel like uh, he's the guy that kind of uh, gives everyone a quick heads up. I could give you other examples, but that's boring. Uh, Let's go back to the text line. 913-586-7610. Sandy Alcantara. like That's a fun name to say. It's a beautiful name. Uh, He hasn't been pitching all that beautifully, though, coming off that Cy Young season. Anyway, uh, back to the uh, text line. From the nine one three, Vern, the Daniel Lynch we saw tonight and so far this season is by far a new guy. Can't wait to see what he does in the second half. Man, I am with you, and I'm so very happy to see it. Um, well, you know, for for what it's worth, Daniel's a uh, terrific guy, great young man. Always has a you know a handshake. Good smile. Um, You know, the the reason why I always pull for him is because I'm sure a lot of you can relate. You know, that little voice in your head that's, you know, whether you have that imposter syndrome or, you know, uh, know, your self-esteem can get dinged every once in a while or you just have that little voice and that little self-doubt. and Sometimes it gets the best of you. I know what happens to me. It's happened to me my entire life sports, radio, whatever it is. You get that you know, little self-esteem kick to the guts, and not feeling great about yourself. I, I just always sense that with Daniel Lynch, where, man, he just doesn't give himself a break. I understand it's a tough game, and he wants to be there for his teammates, but, man, take a deep breath. You're here. You made it to the show. Enjoy it. A lot of work, um, long hours, a lot of failure, no doubt. But you've made it here, man. Enjoy it. Give yourself a break. It's not going to come easy. It doesn't come easy to many people in this, uh, in these big leagues. So to see him kind of appear as if uh, that little voice in his head is now encouraging him, reinforcing how good he is, how nasty his stuff is. you, You don't need to get cute. Challenge him. Attack him. Your stuff plays. I'm with you. I'm excited to see what Daniel Lynch does down the stretch. From the 9 Vern, I think we need to use Dyrone Blanco in that Terrence Gore kind of role moving forward. This dude's got some wheels. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think uh, Dyrone Blanco is a much better defender than Terrence Gore was. I love when he's in a corner outfield spot. I, I'm I'm not interested in Dyron Blanco going anywhere. I I I like him right now. And Annie Rogers of MLB.com brought it up uh, during the game. You know, Dyron Blanco. You got to think of uh, now. Now I I don't know who else is out there. Speed guys. And maybe it doesn't work now that rosters only expand to twenty eight in September. Maybe back in the day, yeah, Diron Blanco's go into a championship contender to be that Terrence Gore. But but now the the roster only expands by two. You're only adding normally one position player. And yet, if I'm a team in a postseason race if I'm a team that knows we're going to the playoffs and we're just looking for the finishing touches for our championship roster Diron Blanco is a late game defensive replacement as a late game pinch runner yeah I'm with you Um, but I don't want to relegate him to you're only a pinch runner because respectfully this team just doesn't have enough quality defensive outfielders Kyle Isbell's sensational. Drew Waters has been impressive. Uh, Diron Blanco's right there. Well, th- that, that's your best defensive outfield is those three. But you need offense, and that's why you're going to continue to see Edward Olivares get looks and MJ Melendez get opportunities. Let's go to Dan and KCK. Dan, nice to hear from you, buddy. What would you think of this 6-4 Royals win?
4: Yeah, good evening, Josh. How are you doing? I like the way I saw by Lynch going to five innings tonight and uh, situational hitting, three sacrifice flies by Oliver, Sonat, Taylor, and uh, Bobby Wood Jr. And then, uh, yeah, the error on, uh, yeah, Proud just, yeah, like you said, it things team was told him to go home, but just get him out to get go to first yeah. base. And uh, I like the trade by Chapman. And uh, yeah, now we'll see a lot about Cole Riggins, And uh, what? Do, and now uh, I hate to see a ball go, but uh, Josh, what, which team do you think do you think he he might go to? Do you think the Diamondbacks back uh, Dodgers might be interested let's take you the series tomorrow let's think
3: he's
2: on yeah yeah uh yeah great point and and I see uh, Stefan makes that point as well on the text line Vern I was thrilled the Royals carried a lead deep into tonight's game in part so Barlow could enter and provide a compelling audition for the Dodgers they got one of the best farm systems in the business It'll be tough to lose them but tonight played out perfectly. Uh, signed, Stefan. Great text, Stefan. You are 100% right. It's a lot like what Roldus Chapman did down in Tampa. But Dan, to answer your question, teams that would be interested in Scott Barlow? In my opinion, every team that has a chance. If you think you have a chance to get to the playoffs, of course you're going to inquire about Barlow. So, you know, Miami, Arizona, really the only teams that are out of it, in my opinion, well, Tigers, White Sox, obviously the Royals, Uh, A's, Rockies, Nationals, six teams, so you got 24 ball clubs, maybe a few more of them fall out by August 1st. So you got 20 teams that are gonna be looking for relievers now, as I mentioned. If I'm JJ Piccolo, I'm not giving away Scott Barlow. Because he could help this team next season. But I'm also. I'm not I'm not gonna hang on to him for dear life. You make a fair offer. You give me something akin to what you got for a roll this Chapman, I'll pull the trigger. It'll be painful to squeeze, but. I'll pull the trigger. Dan, thanks for the phone call. Sean from Overland Park writes in, Vern, we're undefeated in July. Let's go Royals. And from the 785, Vern, the reason why you should deal Scott Barlow right now is because his value is almost at its peak. The Royals always make the mistake of holding on too long, like Whit Merrifield not being dealt when he was an all-star. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate that. No. Uh, no disagreement. I don't know if this is is Barlow's peak. Right? Case can be made last year or the year before that. Uh, but yeah, a year and a half control. No. No doubt. He, he in my opinion, is a valuable asset. Uh, and and this might be unnecessary. And I I'm not making it about you. Seven eight five. But it's something that Bob Fesco touched on and you heard it earlier today on the On Deck Show. It is a different organization, right? You you mentioned the Royals always make the mistake. Whit Merrifield not being dealt when he was an All-Star. He was an All-Star in, what, 2018 and 2019? J.J. Piccolo wasn't the general manager. Uh, John Sherman wasn't the owner. And like Fesco said you got to be able to separate J.J. from Dayton, Sherman from Glass. It is a very different organization, top to bottom. Brady Singer on the Hill tomorrow. It's a battle of right-handers, and it's a battle for the series. The rubber game, 1-10 for the first pitch. Brady Singer and former All-Star Tony Gonsolin. I'll be on the air with the On Deck Show beginning at 12 noon. I'll be live from Craft & Draft giving you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Royals and the Tigers Monday night at Kauffman Stadium. It's Bo Jackson bobblehead giveaway. So make sure you're listening tomorrow at 12 noon to the On Deck Show for your chance to win those tickets as Brady Singer, Tony Gonsolin, the final home game before the All-Star break. Royals head out to the Twin Cities for three beginning on Monday night. And then four in Cleveland. Ugh. Do you imagine being in Cleveland in the middle of July? Oh, my God. Thanks to Blake Schneiders for a great job back at the studio. Thanks to all of you for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Talk to you in 12 hours here on 610 Sports Radio. Take care.
1: You've been listening to Vern's post-game show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up-to-date with your boys in blue. And
2: a swing and a miss! He
5: struck him out with a fastball. Seventh strikeout for Daniel Lynch.
1: On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programs.